It's time. Down the middle, deep for Ruggs. Ruggs has got it. 10-5. Yeah, baby. Jackpot. Vegas touchdown. It's time. The effort we played with today, we, we've really been playing with an outstanding effort. It's time for the JT The Brick Show. I'm a part of the team, just like everybody else. So it's a, it's a we win. JT The Brick on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Mad Max Crosby rips into Bridgewater. Give that young man another sack. Here's your host, JT The Brick. JT with you on the flagship of the Raiders, Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. on a very serious day. Very sad news in regards to a car accident involving Henry Ruggs III that resulted in a fatality of an individual and the Raiders. There's an ongoing investigation. Uh, This is the biggest story in sports. It involves a member of the Raider family, and we will take this very seriously. Very seriously, as we begin the show, the Raiders put out the statement. The Raiders are aware of an incident involving Henry Ruggs III that occurred this morning in Las Vegas. We are devastated by the loss of life, and our thoughts and prayers go out to the victims' families. We are in the process of gathering information, and we'll have no further comment at this time. Uh, We begin the show on one of the most difficult shows I'll ever host in my career on Raider Nation Radio. Uh, This is devastating news, and I I don't know where to go on this. I'm being very honest. It's very sad. My thoughts are with the family of the individual, the fatality, and the families are multiple families that are affected by this today. Uh, This is a time where a lot of people are in prayer. A lot of people are in deep thought. Obviously, uh, this is an ongoing investigation where there's a lot of news that is coming at us from all angles there, locally in Las Vegas, nationally, TMZ. TMZ always is the best at this, the best and the quickest, and they have the information. We'll go through part of their timeline. But as I open up the show today on the flagship of the Raiders, we are not going to speculate on anything with this car accident. That is not our right to do. We will not do that on this show. Okay, it's very unfortunate. It's awful. If you've been listening to me for 20 minutes or 20 years, you know how seriously I take suspected DUI incidents. You know, if you've listened to me my whole career, I talk about it. I've ended my show for 10 years by saying in the past, don't drink and drive or don't be impaired or whatever happens in this investigation, which will play out through the investigation in the legal arms here of the life of Henry Ruggs and what happens here locally in this town. We, we know to take this very seriously when it comes to any accusation of DUI and an accident that could cause a fatality. We know this. So we're not shaming people today. Obviously, Henry's whole life is in front of him at this point in time, and his football career and everything that's happening in his personal life is now in jeopardy. He has family and friends that are there for them, like family and friends are supposed to be. But this is a very sad day in Raider history. This is one of the saddest days in the history of the Raider organization, that a player could be involved with an incident like this, and there is a loss of life. And we are going to act accordingly. So for those who want to talk about it, we're not going to speculate on it. Uh, We're not here to give a DUI slap show. We're not doing that which we know how horrible this is. This is beyond a mistake. It is an awful process. You might have been through it with your family or friends or acquaintances. It's never easy 
when you're involved in this, if you're on the other side, but it's about the family and the devastation of loss of life here today. So, yeah, I'm pretty shook up by this. You know, I was one of the first to interview Henry when he, got, when he came here to Vegas, and he's done a lot of good things here in the community. He has. There's a lot of people that he's affected since he's come here. But the fact that this incident happened at 3.39 in the morning, coming off the bye week, is very concerning, tragic, and so unfortunate. And Henry Ruggs is represented by a famous attorney here in town, and Henry is going to have to figure this out on his own with his legal representatives, what his course is going to be going forward. And I'm sure my bosses with the Raiders and everybody involved with here, when we have more information on this, we'll talk about it. But now we have to decide what we do today and what we have to do the rest of the week in regards to this story and how it affects this football team. This is one of the most difficult years in Raider history, if not the most difficult. I think you can now move this to the most difficult and unfortunate season in Raider history off the field with the resignation of John Gruden, which is completely different, and then a fatality car accident involving Henry Ruggs and a victim. This is a nightmare scenario for many people involved. And everybody's got to pull together in regards to a football perspective on the field. There's going to be a game that will move forward without Henry Ruggs coming up. And the Raiders are going to have to have their heads wrapped around playing football and doing their job and getting a win. And I have no idea what these teammates of Ruggs are going through. I've reached out to a few of them privately, uh, giving my opinions, and I'm there for them. But I don't know what they're dealing with. And it, it's incredible what players in this organization has ha- have had to deal with this year in regards to issues off the field. But this is a special family led by Mark Davis. And Mark Davis and his mom and this family and the executives involved with the Raiders will do everything possible as a football organization to do the right thing, get us the information as they get the information, and then we'll react to it on the flagship radio station. But a very, very sad day today in Las Vegas. You know, living in Las Vegas as long as I have, this is the ultimate nightmare scenario. You go to bed at night, you're a parent, you're a grandparent, and you hope your kids come home. You hope individuals come home from a night out because of what's happening on these roads and some of the danger on these roads at any time during the day, but especially in the middle of the night. And with two young sons, 20 and 18, I preach this to them every day. Every day I preach to them, they're good kids, on how to act when they leave our home, especially if they're driving one of the vehicles. And it's a parent's worth nightmare, and I can't imagine what this family is going through here in Las Vegas knowing that someone was lost uh, due to this accident. And uh, there's a lot of reports coming in right now. We're going to talk to Dana Wagner from News 3, my good friend, a respected journalist and newsman here in this town. He'll go through the timeline of what he knows coming up here in a little bit. And I think everybody will just will navigate through the rest of this week. I have never imagined that fans would have to go through this. But again, it's not about fans today. It's about the family and the loss of life and how people should be praying and really putting their thoughts to that family and what they're dealing with today, along with Henry and what happened to him in this tragedy here and what will happen with him going forward. I'm not going to speculate on what's going to happen with him legally, what's going to happen with him as a football player. I don't know the exact condition he is 
and what what can happen with him as a football player going forward here, I can't imagine. Uh, I would, you know, a lot of people understand how serious this is. You don't need to be an attorney or a judge or a DA to understand what's in front of Henry Ruggs. So he has legal representation here, and we'll see what happens. According to Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, uh, Henry Ruggs escaped serious injury in a car accident that happened Tuesday morning. However, the two-car accident resulted in a fatality, and Ruggs allegedly was driving under the influence. Las Vegas police have issued a statement indicating that Ruggs will be charged with DUI resulting in death. Under Nevada law, DUI resulting in death is a Class B felony. Punishment includes 2 to 20 years in prison. That, again, is according to Pro Football talking an attorney in Mike Florio. Obviously, Las Vegas Metro has put out a statement in regards to the timeline of this accident. This is off of Las Vegas Metro Police, LVMPD. On November 2nd at approximately 3.39 a.m., the Las Vegas Metro Police Department responded to a traffic collision near the intersection of South Rainbow and uh, South Spring Valley Parkway involving a Corvette and a Toyota RAV4. Responding officers located the Toyota on fire. Fire department personnel responded and located a deceased victim inside the Toyota. The preliminary investigation indicates the front of the Corvette collided with the rear of the Toyota. The driver of the Chevrolet Corvette, identified as 22-year-old Henry Ruggs III, remained on the scene and showed signs of impairment. He was transported to UMC Hospital to be treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Ruggs will be charged with DUI resulting in death. That is from the Las Vegas Metro Police Department. So that's what we have at this point in time. Uh, the show today was supposed to be about the NFL trade deadline and what could happen. I know there are a lot of Raider fans out there who are speculating about what could happen going forward with this scenario, with the getting another receiver, what they have to do. This, this football team is going to have to step up. And you know, guys like Zay Jones, other receivers are going to have to step in and take the place of Henry. And they're going to have to do a big job going forward as we talk about this and the football-related activities that surround this. I'll be interviewing the head coach on Thursday. And obviously this entire organization is pivoting right now uh, to watch what this investigation brings and act accordingly. But the football side of the building now is really suffering. There are coaches and friends of Henry in that building. A lot of people are affected by this emotionally. And they have a job to do in regards to playing football and beating the New York uh, Giants coming up on Sunday, which is what we wanted to talk about this week. But we kind of got to call a timeout today as we open up the show with the breaking news on Henry Ruggs being charged in an accident with felony DUI and what happened earlier this morning at 3.39 p.m. here in our city in Las Vegas. 702-365-9200. There are a lot of Raider fans hurting, but no one's hurting more than the family of the deceased. And we will respect that family today. We will respect the entire process. We will do a professional job. This is not an issue that there's no comedy here. There's no there's no sense of let's break this topic off into six or seven uh, different uh, ways of covering it. We're not going to do that. 
We're just not. I've been doing this 23 years, 25, uh, 23 with the Raiders, 25 on the air. I've hosted shows like this before, and they're tough to navigate. But the cooperation of the news crews involved, some of the breaking news and the information that we could get here over the next couple of hours, if anything changes, we'll let you know about that on Raider Nation Radio. God, this is awful. This is, this is just an awful day. And everybody awoke to this news if you're just getting it now. It's a sad day. A very sad day in the Raider Nation. And a lot of people are hurting right now. Please respect the families that are involved in this awful tragedy. All right, Tom Flores is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Again, Dana Wagner is going to uh, jump in. And we'll talk to him in a little bit. Paul Gutierrez is confirmed, but he's on top of this story. So we'll see what happens, and we'll get an idea of what the Raiders do going forward. And I am, I'm pretty amazed what this organization has been through. This organization has been through a lot, and this organization is going to have to get through another really important moment, a tragic moment, unfortunately. And I know the leadership in the building and what they're going through now, and I'm in touch with them, and uh, they, they are thinking. They are really thinking deeply about what's happening to this family as the Raiders put that out in a statement. So we'll uh, get Dana Dana Wagner up here in a little bit. And again, we'll get opinions on what's happening here uh, in the city and as this news breaks and how it will affect the game. Uh, From a football perspective, if you watch Monday Night Football last night, you should have watched that game. It's a very important game because it deeply affects the Raiders on the field. They play the Giants coming up. The Giants... We're in that game. They did a lot of good things in that game, but they were awful at times. The Giants proved why they're the Giants and struggling so much this year. They truly can't get out of the way of themselves. Bad penalties that have cost them games against the Washington football team that they had won. I think they would have won this game in Kansas City. They had an interception late in the game that was a non-interception because of an offsides penalty for no reason. A guy just jumping. And then Daniel Jones down the stretch was awful in trying to lead the team to a game-tying field goal. They couldn't move the ball with the game on the line against a Kansas City defense that has struggled mightily. So from a giant perspective, before the news on Henry Ruggs this morning, from a football perspective, there is, it's no doubt that the Raiders are playing an inferior football team. An inferior football team that is done for the year in regards to any hope of the playoffs. They're done. They're one of the bottom feeders in the league. But what they did, which I thought was really unique, was they covered Kansas City well, something that the Raiders have not done well over the last you know, three to five years throughout the Patrick Mahomes era. And I didn't see Kansas City do much on offense, which is encouraging for the Raiders going forward in the Raiders' defense. Because the Raiders' defense, I believe, is better than the Giants' defense, especially from a pass perspective and rushing the passer. They're just better. So that that should give Mahomes some fits. But what I didn't see Kansas City do, and I haven't seen them do it on this little rut that they're going through, is they're not running a lot of misdirection. And that's how they always beat the Raiders, is purely on misdirection. They start a play one way, and then they bring it back the other way. And in the past, the Raiders are running around not knowing where to be. That has been cleaned up by Gus Bradley and Ron Malias and the rest of this defense. They've done a good job at having these players lined up correctly, 
which was the reason that Paul Gunther was no longer the defensive coordinator. Paul knew defense. He's had a lot of success in the league. But with what he had and the limitations he had and the style of his game plan on defense, the Raiders were never lined up correctly against the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, you know who were? The New York Giants last night were. Kurt Warner kept saying on the radio broadcast, no one's open. No one's open for Kansas City. Uh, they, they were running plays where nobody was open. When was the last time you ever heard that? I don't remember. Travis Kelsey can't get open. Tyreek Hill can't get open. I mean, Tyreek Hill had like 18 targets in the game. He had a couple of big plays. So concerning for me, for the Raiders, now with the loss of Henry Ruggs, and that becomes a legal matter, not a football matter now today. We t- we'll find out the condition of Henry Ruggs and his status Uh, later on today or throughout the week or what happens next. But the Raiders are going to go up against a sticky defense and a giant secondary that can cover. Because I watched the whole entire game last night, and they did a pretty good job covering. They did an outstanding job covering there. So that's where we stand. And I think the Raiders got their work cut out. I think the work, uh, the the Raiders got to make sure that their passing game is really tight coming into this game because the Giants... The Giants did a good job last night. The Giants did a really good job last night, a tremendous job of keeping everything in front of them. And Mahomes wasn't able to make big plays outside the pocket. And that's what the Giants are going to deal with with the Raiders. Let me just tell you one big takeaway for me from the game last night, which I thought was very important, was the fact that you know Mahomes is just struggling to make his first read. Like the first read for Mahomes is always very easy. He sees the first, it's a lot like Brady. Brady's the best of all time, but Mahomes is very good at reading a defense quickly and then going to the wide open man. Not the open man, the wide open man. No one was wide open. So will that be the same Kansas City team? I don't know. We'll see what happens as we get closer to that game. Uh, The breaking news today of the Henry Ruggs car accident that caused a fatality. Uh, Dana Wagner, my good friend from News 3, is kind enough to join us. And David, Dana, you've covered a lot of DUI fatalities in your career, a lot of stories like this that you wake up to and have to bring to the city. And obviously this one involves a Raider. Tell us what you know and what the day looks like. Well, well first of all, our heart goes out to the person that lost her life in this. We don't have any details on that yet, but I, I want to acknowledge the family members that lost a loved one, that they're going to have an empty seat at the Thanksgiving table because of what happened this morning um we covered this all morning we had this as a terrible crash sky three was above it at the time we had no idea that henry ruggs iii was involved in this uh the fact that he stayed on the scene is a good thing for him uh obviously because you take off that that adds charges to it but it was quick and decisive how Metro came out with a statement saying they were going to charge him with DUI causing death. That means that the evidence is compelling against him. And the fact that he stayed on the scene and cooperated, I assume, means that Henry Ruggs III gave a statement to police, which, of course, his attorney, David Chesnov, would have told him not to say anything in this case. But, of course, he was there, and the attorney wasn't there at the time. So they have compelling evidence against him. He's probably given a statement to police, and all of this will be used against him in a court of law. 
Uh, JT, I don't see any way he plays for the Raiders again this season, probably ever, and I don't see how he avoids jail time. Uh, Dana Wagner joins us, News 3 here in town. Uh, Dana, this is very interesting. As you cover a story like this, when you see it begin and the helicopter's up there and then you get the breaking news coming in, you find out it's a fatality and then the story moves on to a Raider involved in that. You said it beautifully like I opened up the show. Our hearts and prayers go to the family and the the individual that lost their life. And just all these years that you've been covering the news here, and I'm sure you walk out of the newsroom and say, why did this have to happen again? Why isn't someone getting an Uber, getting in a limo, getting in a cab and doing something on the way home that is more responsible? This is an ongoing investigation. We don't know exactly what happened yet, but how do you how do you come to grips with that when you leave the newsroom after a day like today? Uh, it brings up a lot of questions, doesn't it? Uh, this is an NFL wide receiver, a first-round draft choice out of the University of Alabama, the most storied football program in the country right now. And you have this young man who's out on the streets of Las Vegas at 3.30 on a Tuesday morning. What's going on with that? they got a game this weekend on the road. They're going to be on a plane on Friday. And that's just part of the story. The other part of the story is this is a high rate of speed. I don't know if you've seen the crash, but the front end damage done to both of these cars is extensive. And I don't know what the speed limit is there. I guess it's 35, maybe 45, but there's no way one or both of these cars were traveling at a high rate of speed. I can't believe that anybody walked away from this, to be honest. I mean, the front end damage to both vehicles is extensive. And then the other part of it is, if you're impaired, why are you driving? I mean, there's just so many. It's never been easier to get home safely these days. And so when you see something like that, it turns your stomach immediately. And then when you find out it involves, you know, the Las Vegas Raiders who are off to this great start, turns your stomach even more. And, I mean, how much can a local football team take, you know, with John Gruden, Going down, and now you got Henry Ruggs III. This may be more impactful to this team than the John Gruden thing. I mean, I don't know what John Gruden was viewed like inside the locker room, but I assume that Henry Ruggs was um, a beloved teammate of these guys. You would probably know more about that than I. And if that's the case, this is going to rip the heart out of the team, at least for a, a few days, maybe longer than that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a devastating moment in the history of the franchise involving a player. Obviously, and it, really there's no blueprint to how you respond and how quickly you respond from this. Dana Wagner, News 3, as we wrap it up. Dana, normally what happens next in the legal process here? You mentioned, and if you could tell our audience, because we have a streaming audience all around the world, on the attorney representing Henry Ruggs III and when typically he would appear after going to the hospital. What do you expect is going to happen next? Well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, how extensive are his injuries? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, assuming he's treated and released, the fact that he stayed at the scene um, it probably signifies that his injuries weren't all that extensive. Uh, in other words, that he wasn't transported immediately. Um, but let's see how extensive his injuries are. Uh, but if he's not seriously hurt, he'll make his first appearance in court this week. Could be as early as tomorrow. And you mentioned David Chesnoff. He's the guy that everybody hires when they get into things like this. Paris Hilton has used him. Bruno Mars has used him. Zayon Collins, the UNLV recruit, uh, is using him currently, unfortunately, in a very similar case like this. So he's hired the best. um, But I I just don't see Steve Wilson, the the Clark County District Attorney, just 
he's not playing with stuff like this. And so I, I think Henry is probably facing years behind bars for this. There are probably things that he can do to mitigate that sentence. One is take full responsibility. We'll see if he does that. And then number two, he can use his vast wealth to try to give some money to the family of the person that lost their life in this. And then that could also mitigate some of the sentencing in this as well. But I think he's looking at five years. Yeah, and I'm not going to speculate here on the flagship what happens legally here, but you've been in this market a long time and covered a lot of stories similar to this, and it's a big day in Las Vegas history. We've got a brand-new football team in town playing without fans, and this was a terrible, terrible tragedy today, and we're with the family of the life that was lost. Dana, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate your insight. Yep, thank you for having me on, JT. Appreciate it. You got it. Dana Wagner from News 3, and I reached out to Dana. We're good friends because he was on this morning when the story broke, and we were texting back and forth and uh, wanted to get his perspective of this as a news story. As we go forward, the Raiders have put out a statement, and obviously uh, knowing the people in charge of the Raiders, including the owner, I know how serious they take this and how they're hurting right now and what's happening within the building. It is a very, very difficult day, a very difficult day. And as I keep saying, no more difficult than the family that's suffering on the other side here. 702-365-9200. Coach Flores scheduled to join us. You know Coach Flores. We're not going to spend a lot of time on Henry Ruggs III. We'll talk about the game and how the Raiders can keep this streak alive and win some more games on the flagship Raider Nation Radio. The only thing I can say is we're shooting, you know, for past the bye week. I don't think it'll be the game after the bye week. They're all on a little bit different schedule. So, um, but I think there, there is progress being made by all. And we'll, we'll see how that goes over the next, you know, three to five weeks. That's Coach Passaccia. We'll talk to him on Thursday. JT back with you. Raider Nation Radio brought to you by PTs. Owned by Golden Entertainment. They own the Strat, Arizona Charlies. Head on out to everything that's new at the new Strat. Uh, the TMZ breaking news story, Henry Ruggs to be charged with DUI resulting in death. The devastating news of the fatal car accident earlier today. I bring in Hall of Fame coach Tom Flores. And coach, I know you just found out about the news here. We won't get into detail details with it, but just another big test for this organization that's going to have yeah. to deal with something outside the building that's going to be inside the building. Yeah, it's just... Uh... God, that's devastating. Just, uh, just to think about it, uh, death uh, itself is, is is bad enough. But uh, you know, it's one of your own, and it's, it's, it just makes it even worse. And uh, oh man, uh, it, it's hard to say how a young team like uh, like the Raiders will react to something like that. I mean, it's hard to say. You just have to play it out. Not play it out, but you have to to live it out and be realistic and uh, and face it. Talk about it. Get, yeah, get, coach. Get, get some professional help. Yeah, and I, that's why one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on with your leadership and your ability and 
you know, your resume, when you, when you see a coaching staff that's going to have to go through something like this after the resignation of Coach Gruden and what's happened around the organization, they won two football games. This is something completely different. There's a lot of young men in that locker room who are great friends with Henry Ruggs. I don't know what their mental mindset is like today, but they got a football game coming up against the Giants as the Raiders are coming off the bye week and the Giants just played last night and lost in Kansas City. They lose another one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice to be at home, uh, but they yeah. got to go on the road and play, you know, hostile uh, areas, uh, uh, territory, and uh, there's no, there's no, there's no book that you can yeah. read on something like this. This, this is entirely uh, out of uh, reality. It just mm. it, something like this happens. It, it, uh, it's devastating. Like I said, you have to face yeah. it. You can't run from it. That's not going to help. You yeah. you got to face it and uh, and uh, see what can be done professionally. Coach, what'd you do as a coach and a quarterback when you're going into a windy environment? You remember the old Meadowlands where rumor was they'd have that door open up in the end zone and the wind would come uh, through. Uh, give me some memories back in the day. It wasn't often, but games at the Meadowlands Giant Stadium in East Rutherford. Well, yeah, I, I hated wind. I, I hate wind. Day, I mean, play golf in the wind. Uh, um, it was terrible. It's just uh, you can't control the wind. Rain, I could handle rain. I could handle snow, but wind it moves that ball around, and, and uh, it, it it takes away your concentration level because it goes through the through the holes in your head, in your headgear, and uh, and it drives you a little nutty. So it, it's uh, it's hard to to, uh, to get. It's almost as bad. Noise. I compare noise a little bit like that because noise is, you know, it distracts you. It distracts you uh, to a point where where it affects uh, your playing if you allow if you allow it to. But but uh, make sure you dress properly. Make sure you have to if you have to plug up your ears and keep the wind from going in. Take mm-hmm. care of that. Tom Flores joins us, the Hall of Famer, as we continue on. So, Coach, a two-game winning streak and uh, your your analysis of the rest of the division. Kansas City just doesn't look right. That offense isn't explosive, and they barely won the game last night. Denver, as you know, traded Von Miller to the Rams. So what does that say about them? And then the Chargers have lost two in a row, Coach. And, Coach, I think that's what surprises me the most. After the Chargers beat the Raiders and had all that momentum, they recently lose two in a row, and now the Raiders are top of the AFC West. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. Uh, it's kind of surprising as it is. Uh, it goes to show you that, that uh, it's unpredictable. It's an unpredictable world out there, uh, especially football. Football, the Raiders right now are, are in an unpredictable phase of their uh, growth as a young team. Which way are they going to go? And now another, another roadblock. Uh, yeah. Wow. If they can survive this, uh, they can survive anything. Uh, uh, it's, um, but, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the league, uh, the division was, uh, in my opinion, was one of the toughest divisions in pro football. But now uh, there, there's some of the top teams are the top two teams are at the bottom. Uh, yeah. Go figure that one out. 
Yeah, we are trying to figure it out. Coach, it's a, it's a really rough day out here, as you can imagine, in Vegas. And I know you have a lot of contacts and people that you're in touch with in the organization. I'll let you go. Thanks for uh, joining us, as you always do every other Tuesday. You're a big part of what we're doing, and we'll see you in town, I guess. We'll see you in town for that Kansas City game, right? Yeah, I'll be there for that one, you know, and a Charles Woodson celebration. And uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, boy, my heart goes out to this young kid. You know, I, I don't know him very well, uh, but I've heard nice things about him and have to, having to go through this. It's, it's, it becomes a very lonely world out there. It does. Thank you, Coach. We'll talk in a couple of weeks. See you out here in All Vegas. Right. Thank mm-hmm. you. Tom Flores, the Hall of Famer. Appreciate him coming on. He just got the news. He's out in the desert, and he got the news and, and still wanted to come on and talk about it. And, you know, I, I can't imagine what Coach Flores is going through, too, as a, as a man who wants to help the organization and, and someone who deeply cares about this organization. It's his DNA and uh, the experience he's had with players and families and fathers and wives and grandparents in his whole life. And, you know, he's, he's obviously hurt, and you can tell in Coach Flores' voice he understands the magnitude of this and how this team is going to react. And that's, that's what we're going to do here on the radio. We're going to talk about this. We're going to cover this as a news story, not a gossip story. It's a news story. And then we're going to get ready for the Giants on Sunday. That's what we're doing. Passionate Raider. Uh, let's get us going here on the flagship. Hello. Man, good afternoon, JT. Man, I'm, my cousin sent me this at work today, man. And when I first looked at it on my phone, I... I seen it was NFL, the something I thought it was fake news. So I thought about it about 20 minutes later. I finally got a way to look and I pulled it out, man. And I, I literally threw up, JT. I, I literally puked, man. I, I, I'm just, I did this morning, you know, I call in this morning, talk to, uh, to Heidi and, and um, Heidi and the other, other gentleman, man. Clay. You know, you're just, you're just happy. You're just a happy Raider fan right now, man. Like, Everything's rolling perfectly. Everything's falling into place. We go to first place on a bye week. I mean, the team's rolling. And then this, and then this, Henry, with the players on the team, the players that we have, just how how does this happen? There's just no rhyme or reason for how this could even happen. Why was this man out this late in the morning? To me, you know, now, and then it gets to the point to the, the next level where you, you're frustrated now. Now you're frustrated at rugs because the selfishness, everything that this team is putting together, one man can just, it's not going to be the same. You can plug and play all you want, man, but that, that team has been chemistry to, to, to be run with this. And, and I don't know if, if, if we can handle another gut punch like this, JT. This is. I, like I said, man, I puked when I when I heard the news, yeah. man. And Look, I'm crushed. I, I'm crushed for the families. I'm mm-hmm. crushed for Henry because you know I've I've had I've been there with alcohol problem before, you know. And and man, it, it, this is just a sad situation all the way around. But as a fan, you're you're hurt for the families, but then you're also just everything we had going. It's just it's just another punch yeah. that we have to roll through, man. Thanks for the call. Uh, again, we don't know if he was under the influence of alcohol. We have no indication that he was. It's DUI, what, what, what he was under the influence, so I will not speculate with this. I will tell you that the Raiders have all the resources set up in the organization to take care of any player. Any player, at any time of night, 4 in the morning, 6 in the morning, 4 in the afternoon. All any Raider player or any player in the NFL has to do with any organization is pick up a phone number that they have a special number that they have 
and someone will come right to them, right to them and help them. That is fact, not fiction. And they'd be reimbursed to get home to do whatever they do. The Raiders are really good at that. And I know the individuals in charge of that in the organization. The Raiders take that very seriously, and they did all their due diligence before they came to Vegas on this issue. There's been two high-profile car accidents now, one with a fatality with Henry Ruggs and the other one with Josh Jacobs after the last game of last year where he had the stitches on his forehead in the airport tunnel. So those were two high-profile car incidents late at night, not being in the right place at the right time when there was no need for that. But again, this is an ongoing investigation. We don't know the details about who was in the vehicle, what was happening at that point in time. All of that will play out, and the Raiders will lead the way in talking about their comments here on the flagship station and what they can tell us here. You know, there's so much speculation flying around town. He's talking about getting up and finding out. I got up at 5.30 in the morning, and I came into my office here, my home studio, and I got my first text message about 6 in the morning. Did I hear anything about the rugs rumors? And then one of my bosses in New York at another job I have texted me and asked me, what do you know? And I didn't know anything. But then I reached out to my contacts at TMZ. I reached out to Dana Wagner, who we just had on, and I waited for consultation by the Raiders before we came on the air today with their statement. And it just, this is unimaginable what's been going on and what this team has to deal with. And I know that the Raiders have leadership in place in that locker room. And Coach Passaccia, who's a damn good leader, and everybody talks about him. I mean, think of the situation that he is now as a head coach, having to get this team ready to play. And hopefully as they get out and they come off the bye week, as they were away and they were spending time, this was a great bye week. I mean, how happy was everybody a week ago, knowing that this team was going to get out of Dodge and have some free time together and then come back and try to do something special here. And I'm sure you'll hear this, but all their goals are right in front of them. You heard it after the Gruden resignation. Mike Mayock said all of their goals are in front of them. And with this tragedy with Henry Ruggs III, from a football perspective, everything's in front of them to go out and win football games and rally behind this situation and try to be there for each other. But I don't know what that's going to look like. Coach Flores didn't. Forget what I think. Forget who, who am I? He just had a Hall of Famer on, Tom Flores, and said there is no book on this. He has no idea what's going to happen next. So we're just going to have to sit back and see what happens this Sunday. 211 Steel Reserve. Go ahead. You're up next on the flagship. Hey, what's up, JT? Hey, man. I, I appreciate your approach on this, man, and I appreciate uh, your guest you had on Wagner. Uh, very informative. Uh, me, I'm actually very angered and frustrated. This is a beyond football for me. This is a this is a life situation. Somebody has lost a family member, regardless of what happened, whether he was under the influence of anything. Regardless, somebody's expecting a family member to come home, and now they're not going to even get home. Somebody's going to get a bad phone call, and, and now there's two families, from what I can tell, that are devastated. You got Rugs family. You got the other family that lost a loved one. Prayers to the family. But this is a, this is beyond football. The game will be played, and I, me as a fan, I'm shocked. When I heard about it, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was you know BS as well, and to to find out it's true, and I'm as a fan, I'm devastated. 
I can't imagine how these players are going to react to this. This is one of their – it's a brotherhood for them. Yep, and for something is. like this to happen, it's it's truly an obstacle. And I just – it's just it's just very angry and frustrating because whether it was influence, whether it was speeding, whatever it may be, it could have been preventable. It could have been prevented, and that's very angering. And if yep. it is a substance problem, it's not as simple as he could have just not done what he did. Some of these people really have an issue, and it's a disease. And the prayers to the family, and I'm just I'm heartbroken that somebody's yep. life has been lost here, man. That's just yep. me. That's my two cents, Jake. Yeah, appreciate the call. Thank you. And you know, Ruggs is going to have to deal with this the rest of his life. And you know, I've hosted a lot of not a lot, but but a number of shows like this, doing this this long. And when incidents like this happen, people really got to think about their lives and what direction their lives are going through and the decisions that they make. And it's got to be a learning experience for young kids and for parents to talk to kids about this. It's, it's a tragedy. And it's a tragedy that affects all of us here as football fans. But we think of the family first, of the individual that lost their life right here on Raider Nation Radio. Well, football-wise, you know, on the field, he's a tremendous leader. He has an incredible understanding of what we're trying to do on offense. And then we can all see the relationship that him and Greg Olson have uh, running this offense is really coming to fruition, right? And we hope that that, that continues. But I think they, they both need credit when it comes to that. And then off the field, you know, Derek is the, the voice of the Raiders right now. And the players always want to listen to him. They always go to him. They ask him all kinds of things. I'm developing a relationship with him. That's going into our fourth year together and, and um, so we can have conversations about a lot of things but he, he's a tremendous leader both on and off the field football's real important to him you see by the way he plays that's rich basaccia jt back with you as we're brought to you by salmon ash salmonashlaw.com because you deserve what's right raiders receiver henry ruggs faces charges of dui resulting in death that is the headline at espn.com Raiders receiver Henry Ruggs III will be charged with driving under the influence, resulting in death after he was involved in a traffic collision early Tuesday morning in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department announced. So that is the status of today. And we all woke up today, depending on what time you woke up. I was thinking World Series Game 6, and I'm trying to book guests from the Giants to get Giant guests on to do this. We move again. We pivot. That's what we do. It's not a very hard job, but today's tough. Today's the day that you, you look around and you just, you're living through a tragedy that affects so many people, and especially the family of the victim that lost their life. And we'll get into football, and then we'll be covering Henry's future legally going forward and statements that we'll see uh, that comes from his attorney, statements that come from the writers. And when we get that, you'll get it here first on the flagship, but what do you do now? What do you do now coming off a bye week and what's going to happen going forward with this team? How does this team react? And I think this is a perfect time for me to say this again, that this is the defining moment again in Derek Carr's career, and I'm confident he can handle it. He is, A, a man of faith. You have to have a strong faith to deal with what he is dealing with from losing the former head coach, John Gruden, who resigned to that situation. That was his lifeline to the sport. 
of playing football and then to lose his number one receiver. It's Waller at tight end, but Ruggs and Carr have come together nicely. I love the growth of what looked like Carr and Ruggs. I loved it because it was going to be a little bit slower than expected. Ruggs came into the league, COVID and an injury, and I sat here as a football player defending him all the time, relax a bit. He's a wide receiver. He's not a quarterback. You know, quarterback, you throw in the towel after the first six games if you can't play well. Look what's going on in Miami with Tua. Everybody questions every throw Tua makes. Is he going to be the answer? Should they trade for Deshaun Watson? I, I told everyone, pump the brakes on Ruggs. Ruggs is a long-term growth stock who is paying massive dividends, massive dividends until this morning at 3.39 a.m. He was playing tremendous football and give the, gave the Raiders an opportunity to stretch the field with a young track star that not many teams in this league have. They just don't. This draft pick was made. I know this to be true. I've been in conversations with the people involved in this. This was the pick after Tyreek Hill had all the success in Kansas City. The Raiders wanted that type of player in the building who could do what Tyreek Hill could do, and Ruggs could do that. Hill's a better player. He's proven it. That is a world champion. But Ruggs was coming along tremendously this year and playing at a very, very high level. And what happens going forward, I have absolutely no idea. Uh, Mikey, Staten Island, New York, a cop, a guy who knows a lot about situations like this. How do you say it, Mikey? Yo, JT, uh, very somber day. Uh, also, hey, JT, you know I had what you were talking about, where the players could just call my service. We come pick them up, anything they want. The uh, team doesn't know about it. So that is definitely in place with the Raiders also. Every team has it. We were having this conversation, me and you, after the Jacobs car accident, and we figured that they would learn from that. Uh, JT, the most important thing to know is there, there is no, when there's a fatality involved, there's blood taken. It's it's not it's not a request. So whatever it is under the influence, we don't know. I don't want to speculate on that. But Ruggs's blood was taken at the scene, uh, and and it'll be done. I mean, again, this is this is a problem. This New York City doesn't have because you don't drive around in New York City, Vegas. They live out there. They don't start off the night thinking that they're going to party, but then you know instead of taking that Uber ride home, if if one thing technology is great with, and me and you both know it. We hit that button and we're home safe. We go pick up the car the next day. But uh, again, it, it uh, from from what I've seen of the crash site, uh, it was from the person. The fatality was he was hit from behind. You don't know what if the guy stopped short, so you can't. But you have one drink, and I say this to my kids: you have one drink, you smoke one joint, you take one edible. You could be stopped at a traffic light. Somebody hits you. You're wrong. You're under the influence. So uh, again. You, you, let's not speculate. Let's let the judicial system play out. Mm-hmm. But even if 100% was not his fault, he's wrong if he's under the influence. And let the courts let the courts lie with that. JT, Uber, uh, Lyft yeah. are the two greatest things in the world. I, I just again, and then uh, with the field, how many body blows does this team have to take this year? And and does this give the Raiders and Las Vegas, Nevada, a black eye on sports going forward? The night knock on would have been perfect. This is the second incident with the Raiders. Yeah, appreciate the call, Mike. I don't think this has anything to do. You make an interesting point about Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, the night could get away from you. 
Mike made a really good point. You could be at Top Golf. Reportedly, Henry was at Top Golf, a place that I have frequented many times over the last few years. And you could be there, and then the next thing you know, you could be at a restaurant, you could be at a nightclub, you can be in a lot of different spots. But when you have a brand new Corvette that's all tricked out, that looks the way it does, the last thing you want to do is get in the car. You don't even want to get in the car. There's no need to get in the car. But I don't know the reasoning why he got in the car or what was the situation. And we're going to find out more about this as this is the biggest story in sports. Unfortunately, today, another story that affects the organization as they have a football game and we got to rally behind the organization and the team and the players to go out and play football and continue to win.